0: Everybody, welcome to Mom Girl Pod. Coming to you from Mom Girl Blog. Uh, we have a very special guest on our podcast today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. We got connected sort of through a mutual friend through the beauty counter circuit, oddly enough. And uh, we had a little pre-screening phone call. And I'm just so excited. She has so much to share with us today. And uh, I'll let you take it away, Doctor.
1: Hi, my name is Doctor Jessica Leon, and I am a psychotherapist and life coach. I have my own private practice. I go to homes or mutual agreed upon locations where it is convenient and comfortable for my clients. I work with children. I work with families. I work with individuals and I work with couples. Right. And you're also a mom, right? Yes. So I am a mom of three teen boys, two, Mm -hmm. which are twins and have five, four legged children. So it makes a very active household. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have a, I'm a certified brain health coach, which basically means that I know a lot about how the brain works and specifically what chemicals, what are happy chemicals and what are stress chemicals and how do those get activated and how can we rewire that? So I incorporate a lot of my neuroscience knowledge into my sessions so that my clients can actually feel a sense of control over their own life in understanding how their brain works. So, um, I love
0: that. Can we talk a little bit about that? Like, let's talk about what are some tangible tips that you feel like you can give to parents who are in the thick of this transition out of, you know, COVID-19. I know for one, as much as I seem put together and I'm doing all of the things, I think that's what kind of helps me is I dive into my work in order to stay sane. So let's talk about those brain triggers. If you can give us like one or two tips of things that people can kind of look out for, um, in the midst of all this.
1: Sure. Well, when you mentioned parents, you know, I I certainly obviously can empathize because there is trying to get a a, a handle and a sense of control for yourself, let alone for your children. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things I really want to just kind of emphasize is really taking, learning how to pause and take really equalized deep breaths. Mm -hmm. And there really is something to be said about equalizing our breaths because we have a tendency to hold our breath when we're under stress when we're nervous or when we're angry. And so what happens is is it throws our whole entire system off from, you know, in our brain, and so it activates the stress. So what we would need to do is just, you know, when we pause, you take a slow, deep breath in for four seconds in your nose and take a very long, deep four-second exhale out your mouth so that you can, and you do that about four cycles, so it begins to kind of equalize in your body and in your brain. And I love it just, that.
0: I'm actually doing it as we speak. <laughs> I can't help it.
1: <laughs> uh, it's, it really is something actually they teach us to the Navy SEALs um, uh-huh. and when they go into training to be able to learn to equalize. And what happens is, that, again, it just helps with being able to problem solve right. better than you need to. And it doesn't solve the problem, but it just kind of helps give you like a new foundation. Yeah, so that's fair. number one. Just, and, and, and the other thing I really want to try to emphasize too is that we don't do it enough. So to make it a practice in our day, even if it's especially for young kids and with, um, you know, uh, preteens as well, but going and just saying like, hey, there's a timer and it goes off and everyone takes a pause and just takes some deep breaths in and some deep breaths out. Yeah. I love incorporating kind of like a meditation with that. Yeah. Uh, but the mindfulness is what I would stress um, as well and doing a lot of uh, becoming a little bit more aware of what does for now, like knowing your child. How does your child's disposition function at this time? So, if there's more activeness needed, then setting up structure with a mm-hmm. schedule where there are activities that focus on physical, you know, energy release. Or it's need- funny
0: because at like four or five o'clock in the afternoon, I know they call that like the witching hour. My kids turn into like nightmares, and especially my son. I'm like, "It's five o'clock again, Ray. You're doing it again," and he's laughing now because it's like. <laughs> Let's get well, you outside for some fresh air. <laughs> exactly.
1: that mindfulness of being aware of, okay, that time is more challenging time. So being proactive and coming up with already pre-planned different activities, whether it's a nature walk, whether right. it's swim in the pool, whether it's, you know, doing a craft together, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it just needs to be something that is already pre-planned, like on a list. And it doesn't mean like, okay, today we're doing this. It's okay. We have these three choices which one should we choose today?
0: What about like the whole idea of self-care? I mean, I know you and I had a deep conversation about that on our phone call and I wish we had just been recording it, but, um, we talked about self-care and, uh, the importance of, you know, putting on your mask first, taking care of yourself, some tips for, you know, putting aside the children for a second and taking Mm -hmm. care of you. So I know the breathing is one thing, but
1: yeah, I was just going to say, just even following back up again, just being able to start before you do anything, before you respond, you always want to take like a deep breath in. It just kind of shifts the wiring in your brain a little bit and brings some oxygen in and mm-hmm. allowing carbon dioxide. So again, I'll, I'll emphasize that breathing piece. But really what, it, what I think is important, and I'll try to emphasize the word structure and connections. And so that's still related with self-care. So when I say structure, one of the best things you can do is learn how to balance what you're doing with your time in your day. So if you break it into categories, it makes it so much more manageable. There are four categories that you would break up different activities that we do in our day. And it starts with, let's say physical. Physical would basically mean anything that's involving movement, anything that's, you know, exercise, but give yourself really a long list of options so it doesn't feel boring or monotonous. Mm -hmm. Putting um, an emotional category, which would focus on things that bring you joy Mm -hmm. and things that you look forward to, such as hobbies. Um, Or it could even be, let's say, going in the bath and enjoying a nice bath, you know, those kind of things that bring you um, a lot of feelings of, wanting to do this and wanting to do it again.
0: Right. I like to say like, what makes you whole? Like, what are some things that really like feed your soul?
1: Absolutely. So that also leads into another category, which is social. And these are the people (laughs) that Mm -hmm. feed your soul, not drain you and make you feel bad about yourself or make you feel like you're comparing yourself to what they're you know, talking about. But that social category typically outside of this pandemic would look a little different. You would incorporate a variety of things in there that you would want to do and things that you would look forward to. In this time, what you can do with the social category is being able to look at not only who are the people, but what kind of things can you do in your connections? Connecting is really what the world is all about and why, Mm -hmm. and when we don't feel so depressed and anxious is Mm -hmm. when we connect. And so what other ways can you paint with someone on on Zoom or on FaceTime? Can you watch Jeopardy together? Can you- you Take
0: like a six foot walk down the street apart
1: from each other. You know, I I listen to podcasts myself. And just to, you know, bring something out that I learned, you know, it's so true that, you know, we normally will just like sit next to each other and watch TV, but sometimes won't talk. So right now, while we're going through this, we can just leave a Zoom on or Zoom, you know, and uh, FaceTime, be able to just keep the other person in the room while we're watching TV and being able to still have that social connection that we're we're longing for, but just in a different way. Right. I love that. (laughs) And the last category kind of brings all of what I just talked about together, which is spiritual. How are you connecting with yourself? How are you connecting with your greater purpose, even in this time? Are there things that you can do to help others? Are there things that even staying home would be considered helping? Mm -hmm. What kind of things can you do for yourself with maybe learning? Can you join a class? You know, um, can you do something, form a support group possibly? Could you, well, can you do self-care physically? Um, You know, right now we all have jokes and memes of like what our hair looks like or what our nails look like, but there's really also a variety of options. Um, I've tried to find some, you know, people who are trying to make some extra money on the side. And so like there's, you know, those color street sticker nails or different so it's you know even ways to be able to still benefit and no help. i know
0: for me like with my business not to have a plug or anything like that but i mean it's what keeps me sane i have a community of women that i can like turn to it keeps me creative i get to do videos i get to check in with other people see how they're doing with their business help them build so most definitely i like that too
1: so once they put their categories all together mm-hmm. then what you do is you really time manage what your time looks like in your day and you need to make sure that there is one thing in every category in your day because that. that's all related to the chemicals that we release in our brain related to happiness and joy.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna take um, I'm taking notes here. So <laughs> mental <laughs> notes, but I'm gonna go back obviously and listen to this again. Um, what is something that you feel like is the biggest lesson you've learned in all this? Because obviously you try to help people um figure out their issues and move forward. But what's something for you personally that you've kind of learned that you're gonna take moving forward?
1: You know. I really think, first of all, there's so many. I, I, I wrote like, this was my biggest category of how many lessons I think I've learned that I'm keeping track in my own journal right. because it's, a lot of it is also reinforcements. For example, knowing that, yes, there are things that go on in the world that are not positive, mm-hmm. but despite negativity and despite crisis, there are amazing things that are happening. How we watch people come together and unite and find creative ways to connect. And mm-hmm. all of these wonderful things that happen. We're meeting new people. We're seeing neighbors we didn't see before. People are outside biking and exercising more and right. being more. I mean,
0: I didn't know you before this.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, so this is too is an example. Yeah. Um, you know, I think a lesson for myself also is just how easy it is to be able to take a free online course. Um, mm-hmm. I, t- I took one on a little plug for them Coursera dot org. And I took it at the Yale university. So I got a nice little certificate and took a course the science of well being, so that I can continue to also just keep, you know, like my brain, um, learning and knowing how easy it was because I can time manage it myself. And there was, you know, no pressure and it's free. So different things of also making my garage an actual gym that I had all the stuff, never really knew everything I had and became creative by taking free things from Pinterest, free things from Instagram and utilizing what's already out there and then making like my own little portfolio. Now, granted, there's a lot of things I miss and there's a lot of things that I, you know, can't wait to do, but I also now know how self-sufficient we could be when in time.
0: For those women and men that are drowning right now, right? (laughs) What is the biggest, like, what is your one piece of advice? I'm sure you have a ton and I know probably the first thing is to breathe, but what can you say to those people who are just feeling helpless like, and anxious and you know all of that?
1: I, I would certainly say that when our mind gets overwhelmed like that, we have a hard time recognizing that we need to break things down into such small, tiny parts. Mm-hmm. And being able to take literally like one hour at a time we are in a crisis and in a pandemic. And it's not like this is a, a hurricane or a tornado that happened to a particular area of a county. This is the whole entire world. So to be able to try to find a supportive um, network of information and being able to um, in- incorporate a lot of the positive messages and positive um, opportunities. There's a lot of different places where, let's say, if it's financially driven, where they're feeling drowning, there are a lot of different options and opportunities out there where there are people helping in, and with food and helping. You know, with um, there's certain um, forums you can join on social media to try to help with find jobs. There's a lot of so that look I've for liked. the helpers.
0: I think that's also yeah. been my thing: is look for the helpers. Absolutely, go and figure public- out like yeah. what can help you specifically.
1: Minimize, minimize your constant, um, listening or watching or reading the negatives because it will bring, you know, our brain is kind of trained to focus on that for for survival. So that,
0: like yeah, that brings me to favorites. Like I want to talk about some favorites because I'm sure you've got a ton like authors, podcasts, books, um, something that you'd like to share to give to people that really was instrumental, um, for you that you think is worth noting.
1: I think I, I wrote here like at least four main things I definitely want to try to uh, um, convey. The Happiness Lab, which is a podcast, I ironically did not realize that it was the same professor who taught my science of well-being for That's Yale. That's funny. So it was a phenomenal opportunity to know that you can still get all this great information, uh-huh. but even by through listening, so when you're on a bike ride or you know, when you're taking a walk, it's a wonderful opportunity. Your brain also does great things with memory when you um, have movement attached to your brain. So that's um, something really cool to know, little tidbit. The Mm -hmm. other thing though, I I would be remiss if I didn't say that Dr. Daniel Amen, um, A-M-E-N, who is the pretty um, world known neuropsychiatrist that he is on social media a lot, but he is the one who I was certified under uh, for his uh, brain health clinics. And basically what He really talks a lot about, which is what I do in my work, he calls it crushing ants. Ants are automatic negative thoughts. But basically, it's all about learning how to understand why your brain is thinking what it is and how to rewire it so that it's a lot more empowering and a lot more effective. So Mm -hmm. there's any of his books, we'll we'll go over that. So I'll just say that generically. Okay. Um, I love the book by Jennifer Powers, who I was fortunate to meet, um, called O-Shift-S-H-I with a little F and then T. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole purpose. And it really also is something that aligns with what I do in my work because my work really is all about shifting. It's Mm -hmm. all about making a choice. I can choose to let this affect me in this way, or I could choose to think about what's going on in this way, or I can choose to think about it this way. And when I think about it one way, it makes me feel this. But when I think about it this way, it makes me feel this. Mm -hmm. And her book is actually a lot of anecdotal stories, very easy to read with real power, like just very basic steps of strategies. Mm -hmm. And I just think that right now even it's a great opportunity. It's a quick read. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to share that. Shift your perspective in this, you know, And if I were to add any kind of just keywords to think about on a daily basis of what you're doing for yourself, I would say that structure, connections, balance, and breathe.
0: Okay. Those are
1: things that every day to be mindful that you're creating that for yourself.
0: I really appreciate all of your tips. You are a wealth of knowledge. For those of us that are interested in looking to find you, where can we find you?
1: Therapist to go all one word dot net so i'll spell that T-H-E-R-A-P-I-S-T-T-O-G-O. and my cell number is also pretty much how i would be contacted so i i receive texts or voicemail and if you're interested in emailing it's dr Jessica Leon at gmail.com
0: okay wonderful well Thanks so much. If you're interested in chatting more and learning more about what Dr. Jessica Leon does, you can go to therapist2go.net. Um, thank you so much for joining us today. Make sure to share this with someone you love and respect because we love the likes and we love the shares. You can find us on momgirlblog.com. You can also find us on iTunes as well as SoundCloud under Mom Girl Pod. Thanks again so much for joining us today. I feel like I could talk to you for hours, but I know that we all have (laughs) limited minutes in the day. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much again and stay safe and healthy.